Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Roughed Up Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Wes Yee, joined by my always companions, Mike Roy. Hey, what's going on? Tim Rodriguez. Hey, guys. And Matt Armstrong. Hello. And we're joined this week by Max Steinberg, who uh, has a little bit of sports betting experience himself. What's going on, Max? Hey, thanks for having me, guys. All right, should be quite a party. So as usual, we are going to fly through this. We are going to pick every primetime game, and then we're each going to give a pick of the week against the spread using Bovada lines. So we'll launch right into it with Thursday Night Football, Indianapolis Colts at the New England Patriots. The Colts are 10.5-point underdogs at the Pats. Colts looked better, I would say, last week. Patriots absolutely demolished the Dolphins, which felt pretty good. Um Let's start right at the top with uh, with with Army. Yeah, uh, this looks like at the the point of uh, the NFL season where the high flyers um, kind of settle themselves, and the Pats definitely looked good, but the Dolphins are horrible. First place team, and Dolphins. The Colts. Uh, I guess they lost T.Y. Hilton for the week, which is probably why this number is where it is. Um, I I can't possibly pass on 10.5 here. Uh, I know the Pats are good at home, um, but 10.5 is kind of gross. Fair enough. Uh, let's go to uh, Max, our guest of the week. Yeah, so I actually have a clarifying question. Do the Patriots get Julian Edelman back this week? Because I feel like that's a little important. He is back this week. Yes. Right. Yeah. So they have or, Julian Edelman back, and week. they have Josh Gordon probably coming more. I, I really don't want either side of this line. I hate betting on big favorites, especially um, against the spread. And I, I think I'm actually just not touching this one. I don't really want any piece of the over-under. The over-under in the Patriots-Miami game uh, last week in the morning went from 47 to 50 and a half. So I have a feel the over under might go up as we get closer to game time however i just i just don't see any value here myself yep fair enough big line roy what do you got here when i did my uh, guessing exercise kind of uh, on tuesday morning to kind of guess the lines ahead of time i thought this would be like seven seven and a half uh, for the patriots favored and then i see ten and a half and i was like just like what what um mad thought like just jump on the points this is way too many points the pats had their big game last week taking down the uh, unbeaten dolphins proving their dominance in the uh in the division so you think that this would be a good letdown spot for them you know kind of a team that, that they can overlook thursday night game not a big deal but now i see that the colts are losing seven players including like you said ty hilton jack doyle marlon mack and a couple other uh, players on defense. Seven guys are down for this game for the Colts. I just, it's like 10 and a half points is so many points, but I just don't know where this offense is going to come from on the Colts. Like, this could just be that they just can't move the ball, and then you get Edelman back. I don't know. I'm, I'm torn because I would lean the Colts in all those points, but with so many players out of this game, it's like I don't know how like motivated they're going to be, how – how they can put up points and if the Pats just score two touchdowns it could be like a 21 to 3 or you know 7 type game and easily cover so my lean is with the Patriots just because of how injured uh the Colts are um but it's not it's a it's, it's a very weak lean to the Pats mm-hmm. Patriots have uh, traditionally owned the Colts um but uh yeah this is a new Colts regime with uh, Frank Reich behind the helm and uh I think uh 
Wait, like, Chuck Logano isn't coaching? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just Frank an update, <laughs> update for those Wright. who listened to our first uh, first podcast of the year in which we spent five minutes talking about how Chuck Logano should have been should be fired. Uh, he is no longer the coach. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Frank Reich is the coach. I mean, Frank Reich had that terrible two-point – or not two-point, uh, fourth going – for it in fourth down in overtime oh, last yeah, week, that basically was, just that was pretty ugly yeah right it was funny seeing two of those plays like in the i think it was the titans game where it's really really smart and then in the colts game where it's like unbelievably dumb that was incredible within, like, that yeah. no one would say something to him on the sideline like, 30 <laughs> seconds to go in the game you're on your own 40 and you go for it it's like what yeah just take the tie not playing to lose i guess huh? <laughs> the colts special yeah Didn't that's the colts on that like crazy fake punt play with no like, lineman yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how did that one work out what was that for set you just got demolished yeah silly so tim last analysis on this game before we sidetrack yeah i i'm gonna side with max on this one i'm not touching this one with a 10-foot pole and uh, and for all the reasons that you gave roy um it looks like a very depleted roster by the colts um Big win by by the Patriots last week. They're going to be coming in hot, and also Edmonds coming back, going to load up for this week. I know it's a short week, so you never can really tell um, which both teams are going to bring. Uh, but yeah, short week definitely favors the Patriots over the Colts, especially at home. Um, and I don't like the amount of points the Colts are getting as well. Um, they're getting ten and a half. Uh, I'm just going to stick away from this game altogether. Who's supplying um, the footballs for this game? Uh, good one, buddy. Good one. Very nice. Probably out of military. Okay. I, I am also not going to touch this one. I, I love the Pats in this spot, hosting a team that they've owned for a long, long time um, that is not as good and I don't think as well coached based on a lot of what we have already talked about. But uh, ten and a half, way too much to give up. Um, that's a lot to cover, so I'll pass as well. All right, let's move it on to the Sunday night game, and that is the battle for Texas. I don't know if you guys saw on the red zone how heavily they were trying to push this game, but it is the Cowboys at the Texans, and this is just a home field line. They're saying these teams are about the same. It's Texas minus Texans minus three. Texans, of course, the benefactors of that awful Frank Reich um, go for it call. They won their first game of the year. One and three now on the season. Put up 37, so uh, our boy Watson looked a little bit better than he has thus far. But, again, going up against the two and two Cowboys, who uh, really, I felt like, stole a game um, against the Lions. But uh, they are they are on the road in Houston. We'll go, I'll go first. We'll go reverse order. Um, I, like the, I like the Cowboys here. I think uh, the Texans have a lot of problems. So do the Cowboys. But... Uh, I'll take points in this case. Kind of a reverse of uh, what we talked about last week, uh, Steelers-Ravens. I feel like similar similar kind of game here. Uh, in this case, I want the points. Tim, what do you got? Yeah, I'm, uh, I like the Cowboys in this game. Um, I, I, I just don't have much faith in the Texans. I, I mean, they've been all over the place. One week they can score a lot of points. The next week they can't score any. Uh, their defense has been up and down. I just don't trust what the Texans have to bring right now. Um, I, I trust that Zeke is going to at least put up some points. I, I think the game is probably going to be close, um, but I don't, I, probably within six. Um, but I think Dallas will pull this out. 
These are probably two of the worst coach teams in the NFL for, for my coach rankings. Another reason I, I probably won't bet this game. Uh, I, I cannot stand either of these coaches. Yeah, Garrett is oddly, you know, very passive. Um, and then, like, he's aggressive at weird times as well. Like, I, it's his coaching decisions don't make a lot of sense. He was a very bad coordinator, and it's frustrating that he is still the coach of the Cowboys as someone who used to root for them. Roy, what do you like here? You don't like coaches that clap for every play? <laughs> every, <laughs> every offensive play, just so clap. Uh, hey, watch out. If they fire Garrett, they're going to bring back, like, Wade Phillips. To be the uh, yeah, I could, I could see that. I could totally see that. Jerry Jones is Troy Aikman. nepotism and shit. Troy Aikman, the white Jay-Z. <laughs> that was pretty funny. The field. Yeah. That was a pretty funny meme. This line, I think, stinks. I I don't understand this line. I actually made Dallas a favorite when Whoa. I was guessing it, thinking thinking that they would come in as a short road favorite because Texan like Houston hasn't done anything. Like they should have lost um, that game against the Colts and should be zero four. Yeah. So I don't understand how they're favored here, even by three. So like when I see Dallas getting points, I was kind of shocked. And um, I'm with you. I I, I lean the Cowboys. A fairly heavy lean. I mean, it's not a, a great play, but I think Dallas is a better team. Um, and I'll take the points with, with a better team. Yeah. Cowboys have not shown up on the road thus far this season. 0-2, lost to the Panthers, lost to the Seahawks. But, uh, yeah, I agree. But it's basically a home spots, game. Though, so it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a little bit different than, <laughs> than going to Carolina or going to Seattle. This is basically a home game. They're going right across the street. They might even have more fans there. Yeah, there might yeah. be more yeah. Cowboys fans. So yeah, I agree yeah. with that sentiment. And that was Seattle's home opener too. Tough spot for them, also. Yep, yep. So Max, sounds like you're on the Cowboys too here. You know, this is another one that I don't love, but I, I would prefer the Cowboys a little bit. I think they're a little better than Houston. I agree with you that I hate both of these coaches. So it, it just this is not a great game at all. But if I had to bet, I'd bet Dallas for sure. So sounds like we've got heavy leans there. Army, what about you? Close us out. I like Houston. Always the contrary. Yeah, next week we'll be able to be like, ah, oh, yes, I had the clear choice. Where, you know, it'll get lost in the fog. What do you like? Uh, their team colors? Um, the helmet? I think that their <laughs> offense and defense did look a little bit better than they had been uh, in the previous weeks. Uh, Watts and Clowney all popped off, and uh, Watson looked a little more comfortable. Um, that's really only reason, and I don't like the Cowboys. Yeah. They're not good. Their offense is fake. Mm-hmm. Like Zeke is a god, but that is literally their only. He offense. is their offense. Last last week he had two hundred total yards. Yeah, so More. he had eighty. I mean, he had eighty. He had eighty-eight yards receiving and one hundred nineteen yards rushing. He was. He was. I, I I wouldn't mind the under in this game as well. The under yeah. forty-five Ooh. seems a little bit too high. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I don't I'd, know about the under here. I, I, I just do not like the Cowboys equally. And you're, I, I, I think Houston is is a, a fighter here because this is like probably their season, right? This is something that they're advertising all week that this is the Texas Super Bowl and shit. So, yeah, one in four. I don't think that makes the playoffs very often. So. It's certainly uh, this is their this is their moment, and and I think for their coach too. So if you believe in their coach, if you believe in, if, if you believe that their their team believes in their coach, 
and wants him to stick around, you could see a big effort here. Uh, I, I also was a little frightened by some of the star performances. I think they do have higher-end players with Clowney and Watt, but that also happened against the Colts, who have a notoriously offensive line, <laughs> offensive offensive line, uh, in that they're just trash. And uh, and so I'm, I'm kind of taking that with a little bit of a grain of salt here, but, yeah, not super strong lean. All right. Let's now go to Sunday night. Kind of an interesting game. We've got the Redskins at the Saints. Alex Smith uh, coming off a bye, an early season bye for the Redskins. They are six-and-a-half-point underdogs at New Orleans, who uh, has been scoring at will this season. They are um, 137 points scored in four games. Pretty strong. They've won three in a row after um, dropping their first game to the Bucks, in which they put up 40. So definitely the Saints offense of old. Um, at least from a scoring perspective. I know they've got a little bit different mix now. But uh, let's start it off with Army here. What do you like? Um, yeah, I looked at this game earlier, and I wanted to ask if anyone had looked at the over-under uh, earlier in the week. Because I assume this is just going to climb and climb until uh, Sunday night, somewhere around like the 55 plushest range. So like you're probably getting value at 53. I think... These two teams, like, refuse to play defense. Uh, Alex Smith is a reasonable quarterback who can throw punches with uh, Drew Brees in uh, the Dome. So I, I, I think this is just going to go over. I don't really have a lean on who's going to win. I think it's kind of high. Um, I don't know. I, th- I think I would take the Redskins in the over in this game. Fair enough. Max. Thoughts on New Orleans? Um, I would I would take the Redskins as well, but I, I don't feel strongly about it. I do feel strongly about the over under, and I would go. I I am just in complete disagreement. I would I'm ham I would hammer the under, and if it goes up, I'd hammer it more. The Redskins defense is actually pretty good. The Saints defense is better than people give it credit for. And Washington, Alex Smith is a notoriously slow paced quarterback. Uh, the Saints are getting Mark Ingram back. I'm guessing they're going to run it a little bit more, too. I think this is just going to be a slow-paced game. Even if both the offenses do well, there's just not going to be enough time to score those points. I think you're right that the over-under might go up. I think the sentiment around sports betting in the NFL in general is bet the over because <laughs> of all these defensive penalties, like everything's hitting the over. I think they're inflated up, but I think people are probably overreacting a little bit. And so I, I just would not, I would hit the under here hard. And if it went to I mean, 54, 55, I definitely would. Yeah. Historically, the national night games, the over-unders go up because people, oh, this is going to be a big uh, fireworks show. We're going to watch right. here. All right. Two sides there. Roy, how about you? I I was looking at the Redskins uh, schedule a little bit, um, a little bit earlier. So they crush the hapless Cardinals week one, and then they come back home and get smashed by a pretty decent fighting Colts team at, at, and then beat a hobbled Aaron Rodgers. Um, so I think the Saints, this might be by far the best team that they face this year, and the Saints are at home. Um, even with Drew Brees throwing no touchdowns on the road last week, they still put up 30-something points <laughs> and all these weapons with Brees throwing no touchdowns. So... I don't doubt the Saints' ability to score at will, even against hostile environments like on the road, against good teams, outdoors, like all the cases against you know 
against rubies. So that's why I'm hesitant to take the skins you know, less than a, um, a full touchdown. Just because their offense, you know, they can sputter and Alex Smith just can throw five yard dink and dunks on like third and 15. They're like a, you know, third and two yard pass screen. It's just, I don't get this team yet. I don't think they have their identity on offense. Um, and I just, I don't want to bet against the Saints. I think this is, they can score at will. Their offense is so good. Um, so I'm going to roll the Saints. Terrible. I don't. Yeah. Oh, talking about the Saints. The Saints are, defense is terrible. This year it's regressed a lot. They give up like four games. To Matt Ryan, that is possible. okay, but that's just a one game. I mean, you're just looking at a few games and not. I mean, who did they lose from last year? Last year their defense was pretty good. Right, which is why the it's so Vikings shocking. It's so bad right like now. No right, what... they have the worst defense in football. <laughs> this is just <laughs> defying <laughs> logic, in my opinion. So There's plus Breeze no has like some records to play for like, with passing and uh, yardage records for overall passing. So I think there's some Adam incentive on the line for him to 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 put up to light up the scoreboard. I don't know. I I, I kind of have the Saints here. Interesting, interesting. Some conflict here, Tim. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's hard. It's hard to pick the uh, the Redskins right now, uh, given that the Saints are at home. Um, I know they're getting six and a half. Uh, but I do like the Saints in this game. Um, I, I think they're they're a touchdown better than the Redskins as of right now. Um, the, the the Redskins right now, I, I don't, I'm not really sure about their offense. I, I I like what they're able to do, but I'm not sure whether they're as consistent as they can be because they'll put up, you know, 30 points against the Packers on the road. Are they were at home? I mean, at home, they'll put uh, they'll put thirty points on the Packers at home, and then the next week they'll put up nine against the Colts, or you know they put up nine against the Colts and then thirty against the Packers. But um, it, it, I'm just not sure about the consistency yet um, from the Redskins. But you are sure about the consistency of the Saints. Like they're putting up 35, 40 points a game. Like we are, we already know that's who they are. Um, and it's up to the Redskins to be able to stop that. And I'm, I just, they have a really good defense, but I'm not sure what they can like keep the Saints under 30. Agreed. Hmm. Saints, by the way, and again, this is a small sample size, 29th in the league in defensive DVOA through four weeks. Uh, Redskins 12th in the league. So take that for what it's worth four weeks into the season. Um, I will not be on this game either. Six and a half feels like a bad number for me. Uh, with a, a less than elite team on the road at New Orleans, I need a touchdown. Um, seven, seven and a half, I might be interested. But uh, yeah, as, as you guys have all said, this is a prolific offense that um, can certainly run away with a game. And, and six and a half is not going not gonna to be of much help, even if the defense is good. So I guess I would lean Saints, but, but it's, a, it's a weak lean. All right, shall we go with our picks of the week? Let's have our guest kick it off. Max, you got a game that you like? I have two games that I'll that I like, and I'll just go really quickly. Um, I think the Seahawks plus seven and a half. Yeah. Uh, usually, I think the Fish would probably be on this bet, but actually, sentiment with the Seahawks is really bad this year. Everyone thinks they're terrible, but I think seven and a half at home when you actually have a quality quarterback and Russell Wilson is just too much, especially when the Seahawks have a great home field advantage. And I think I read somewhere actually that uh, teams that are seven point favorites, like the Rams are, uh, or seven and a half point favorites on the road or, or better, 
do really badly historically, like only cover 41% of the time or something like that. So that just seems like an inherently bad line. I also like the Giants plus seven. I think the sentiment with them against Carolina, I think people think they're really bad. I think in reality, their defense is good and their offense is okay. And that's just having a full seven against Carolina, even though they're on the road, I just think is way too much. Yeah, Seattle was going to be one of my picks too. Um, I think, yeah, for all the reasons you just said. And I think this is a really disrespectful line for the Seahawks home field advantage that has, you know, they have not lost that even though they lost a number of their defensive players. That stadium still has um, still has a lot to to say for it. And and I think the Earl Thomas injury, that is probably the story of this game from the Seahawks perspective. And, and there's probably an extra point or two that's uh, that's swaying, uh, swaying the line there. So I, I like the Seahawks there as well. Yeah, right, and I'll also I'll yeah. jump in and say, yeah, that that was my game of the week as well. Um I think, yeah, just disrespectful division game. Uh like the Rams, yeah, they look like world beaters and everything is like looking like rainbows down there. But Seattle has always fucked up the Rams. Like that's just like a an inherent thing when you're on these teams. So uh, I don't trust this line either. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, you stole a couple of our picks, but uh, let's pass it over. Um, let's go to Roy because I, I, I give Matt a chance to find another one. Yeah, um, make that three in a row for the Seahawks. That was my pick of the week. <laughs> wow. I was going to say I don't like it's the Seahawks. <laughs> I love the Holy Seahawks shit. too. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the flip side, if this game were in LA, like it'd be. A, Ten and a half point favorites with the Seahawks or something. No, crazy. no. If you're saying that three home field is worth three, it's thirteen and a half. Right, which is right. insane. Yeah. And I, Seems I think the Seahawks, so. Seahawks are almost as good, if not like they're equal to the Vikings right now. Like I don't see much of a mm. difference in those two teams. And so this line, just on value alone, Seahawks. And like you said, with the injury to Earl Thomas getting uh, the extra point and a half there or something for his injury, it's it just screams Seahawks. And I even like them to possibly win the game outright. All right, maybe a little sprinkle. Oh, oh sprinkle. <laughs> but uh, because we all covered that already, I'll just jump quickly to a game that I have was kind of waffling on, but now I think I'm a little more set on uh, taking Jacksonville with the mm. points to, to beat Woo! Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we saw – I was on Denver in the end. Like Even though I picked Casey last week, I, I switched to Denver really quickly. And um, – yeah, like if you watch that game, like Denver had a great open look at the end to even win the game outright, you know, with a pass at the D. Thomas. I think Casey got exposed in a hostile environment. And even though Mahomes pulled it out, like just a good defense can slow him down. And even though like he can scheme up and kind of get around it, a good defense can keep him in check. And here now he faces the best defense that he's seen so far. Um, and I, I just. Not that I, I I like Bortles whatsoever, but um, I like this game to be close and um, yeah, give me Jacksonville on the points. Yeah, I, I find this game also pretty sexy because like um, everyone's in on Mahomes and it's super hip to not like the Jaguars right now. Uh, so they're getting points. It's I think this yeah this is a toss up game. I think this is a very even game here. It's not going to be the blowouts that the Chiefs have, have uh, been accumulating. The 35 to 30 games, I think Jaguars are going to hold them tight. Mm-hmm. All right. Nice pivot there. Uh, Tim, you got something? Yeah, uh, yeah, I like the 
I like the Bronx right here, actually. Speaking of which, uh, I like the Bronx at the Jets. Um, they're getting even money. Um, and I, I think they're a way better team than Jets. I don't know why why they're uh, – I mean, they played the they played KC tough all game long. And uh, KC is – a, a better team, uh, and uh, I, I just like um, I, I like the Bronx in this in this situation uh, versus the Jets. I don't think the Jets are a very good team. Uh, their offense is kind of sputtering. Uh, their defense is is okay. It's not great, but it's uh, will keep them try to keep them in the game somewhat. Uh, but I, I think the Broncos they ha- they have a, a very good defense, and their offense is definitely picking up. So I, I really like the Bronx in this game. Hmm. That's a clean one. I hate their coach, though. I just don't trust them on the road. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm. I, I agree. What was that last exactly. play call? Hey, but do you like Bulls better? Yeah. Do you like Todd Bulls? <laughs> like, come on. What is? Well, the Jets are basically home underdogs. Then it's just like pick a winner. I mean, I don't know. Well, do you think? Do you think the Bronx are going to win this game, or do you think the Jets are going to win this game? I'm going to bet on the Bronx. Bronx between the two teams. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Bye. All right, uh, all right. Who's uh, Roy? You gave us a pick. Max, you gave us a pick. Army, you got something yet? Uh, well, yeah, I had I had the Seahawks and I had uh, the Jags, but I also have. Alabama covering <laughs> minus a, sprinkling in college. <laughs> Is that a first minus half cover 30. or a full game cover? Hold on, did you did you guys hear about the guy who bet sixteen hundred dollars on Alabama last week to win one dollar? <laughs> this actually happened. Oh, I heard about that. Alabama yeah. money line to win like two sixteen hundred to win like two dollars or something. Like that. That's free money, free two dollars that you didn't have. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, except wow. he's like reverse free rolling himself, just losing the ticket. Like if he just <laughs> loses the ticket, <laughs> that would be a real tragedy. Yeah, but who doesn't think they'll cover thirty six on Saturday? <laughs> this is where you're going with this one. Uh, I think I gave up college betting after uh, was a Florida State was like a. I think they were like a 35-point favorite in the conference championship game against another undefeated team. I don't even remember who it was. And the other team, and they covered within like the second quarter. And I had the other team, so I was like, well, this team's 10-0. and 0. They're not going to lose by 35. <laughs> and it was like 42 to nothing in their two quarters. This was in the Winston era. It was a real tragedy. You know, college. Yeah, I don't, pass. I don't know. College, you... college is hard to bet. I mean, how it's... do you measure these teams? So yeah. Like, conference to conference versus like, bottom of the barrel of the conference versus a bad conference like it's impossible yeah and also sometimes they just don't show up like a college team will not show up and they'll get blown out by 50 and it's yeah. just like how are you is supposed to bet that good uh, party town they're traveling to or something is that really your pick <laughs> you got nothing nothing in the pro game my picks were seattle and, and <laughs> the <Jags. laughs> You're, so you're taking no stance. You got nothing left. You got outdraft- um, you got outdrafted. Give us a Browns pick, Army. That was gonna be mine. We can talk about that one if you like it. I was gonna say the Browns. Um, I think Ravens get up for the Steelers, and they this is a letdown spot for them to go on the road against the Browns. Yikes! That the line seems Ooh, skewed towards the Browns. Happened? I'm surprised. The the, the I, I Browns did. got screwed in that game. Yeah. Well, they are also bad. Like well, they're also bad, but coach. the thing is, they 
They had a fumble recovered for a touchdown that got called back because they said that he was in that uh, Derek Carr was in the grass. I'm like, the ball was already out when he the the moment he got hit, the ball was already out, and they got screwed because that game was over. After and they converted fumble. a first down, and then they overturned it for some reason, even though there it, it wasn't even like there wasn't enough evidence. It was just the wrong, straight up the wrong call. Yeah. They like overturned it and made it the wrong call. It was crazy. I, I will counterpoint that uh, I did like the Chargers against the Raiders this week. No. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know you hate the Chargers at home. Yep. Well, Los Angeles—that's not their home. But uh, <laughs> the Raiders, as you said last week, this is their their Super Bowl. They have to beat the Browns, right? So they they put in all their effort, and now they're gonna forget to play against like. A division favorite. Wow, that line is. I agree with you. That line is crazy. I didn't even notice that. I I thought the chart. I would think the Chargers would be like favored by seven. Yeah, I mean these are yeah these are like playoff, you know, uh, Super Bowl contenders versus the Raiders who have clearly given up already. Chargers are not so a like, trustworthy team. That no, team, they are. They like. They they were given yeah. ten points last week against the Niners. No, and we're down like fourteen nothing immediately. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's that's a that's another team that is very questionably coached. <laughs> Every year when they have a new coach, <laughs> <laughs> it's a systematic issue <laughs> or systemic issue. Yeah, uh, Manti Teo. <laughs> I, I I will say I am on the Browns. I think that is a good spot. Uh, that's not going to be. Uh, I'll, I'll make that my pick, but I have a couple others that I really like. Yeah, Baltimore's so, defense is no joke, though. That's tough. But neither is the Browns. That defense is real. I know they gave it's up true, points to the true. Raiders, but they've got some players, man. They do. They have, they have really good defensive backfield. I, I know that they may, gave up some big plays last week, uh, but Miles Garrett is a monster. Yeah, monster. Mm-hmm. And and um, and Flacco really struggles when he's pressured. And the, the for some reason, the Steelers are not a blitzing team anymore. I don't understand that. <laughs> But uh, yeah, they didn't go after Flacco like they used to, and and this could be the this could be, this could be a, a Browns win here. And I and I hate the Browns, but but I think this is a, a really good spot for them. But for my pick, I'd actually like to go to San Francisco and pick the Cardinals, getting four and a half points at the night. Hey. Yeah, no. I, I I refuse to ex- accept that the Niners are giving points to anyone. They are they are hot garbage. And uh, giving four and a half even to the Cardinals is is not acceptable. I uh, I'll I'll be on Arizona here. I, I, I will not watch this game. No way. But that is no. They they are they are both trash teams. And and I don't. And if if you're gonna give me more than a field goal with a trash team against a trash team, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll, I'll quickly defend you on that because I think the NFC West is the only division I've really followed uh, for like you know a decade or so, and I think. Just these division games, like, are tight. You never know. You never know. You have, like, a substitute teacher playing quarterback for the other team, and, like, it'll be a close game for some reason. What what would this line be if Jimmy Garoppolo is quarterback? Probably seven. Six and a half. No, it'd be like ten. No, it's like ten. Yeah, because the Cardinals have been dog. The Cardinals are terrible. Yeah. The 49ers. Yeah, but the 49ers. Okay, here. Can you name five 49ers? Oh, uh, absolutely. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. I can't. Former or current? DeForest Buckner, Jaquiski Tart. Okay, okay. Yeah, Jaquiski Tart. Yeah, Armstead. 
Wes, well, so I can name like every football player yeah. on every team. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh. You shouldn't be able to. This is not a watchable professional team. Also, DeForest Buckner. Great a... name. Oh, yeah, he's a creative player. Yeah, he's a great player. Yeah, yeah he is. Uh... He he's one of the best players in the league that nobody talks about. He already has five sacks on the season. Yeah, he's like, good. It's like a shield in his or something. <laughs> yeah, nobody talks about him, but he's one of the best players in the league. He's a top ten player in the league that nobody talks about. A top ten because player he's... in the league. Wow. That's, well, yeah, that, that's a bold call. This is that is bold. I will at I least defensively. I'll take the under on his MVP finish. First of all, CJ Bathard is an Iowa quarterback, and I'm from Iowa, so I fully support him. And secondly, they actually have good skill. Like every skill position player they have is good. Mm. Oh, not good at quarterback. Hey, who took the Niners under? George Kittle's a beast, though. I'll, I'll George give you that. Kittle, Marquise Goodwin runs like a four-two. Garcon's a good veteran. This they won't guy be able to stop David Johnson. Really young and good. I don't know. David, Johnson, David Johnson is stopping himself. He is averaging like three yards a carry this season. Was like in the ball. Yeah, but if he gets no, he is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's coming off a knee injury. It's it's hard to say. David Johnson, uh, wrist I mean, injury. It was wrist, wrist. injury, you're right? Yeah, you're right. he's fine. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't make sense why he's. No, he's been split. fine this year. The team sucks. What's his Wait, yards David... per carry? It's like under four. So, hmm, that's who odd. runs the ball anymore? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Well, if they stopped running the ball, they might do better. Yeah, they're not good. No, I like don't, that don't, pick, don't, don't get me wrong. I like this that is, pick. This is my pick. Neither team is good. I don't like either. <laughs> I, no, I, I agree with you. The Niners are not a good football team. Their defense yeah. is fucking awful. I was on the yeah. Niners last week. They were flying high for a moment, and they, they threw that. They almost threw the cover, too. And uh, I'm not interested in spotting points with the Niners. Oh, yeah. You know, this will be a common theme for me this year. There are certain teams that if you're if they're somehow favorites, I, I will be on them the other team no matter what. And the Niners are one of those teams. I'm I'm finished with them. I think uh that, that they there you can pack it up. Matt Breda, two touchdowns, calling it right now. <laughs> All right. There's it's well, what if, he, if he's on the field, I mean <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, like, what is Bethard's uh health, by the way? Guy was concussed oh, and came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was ridiculous. He had a concussion for sure. And he just went into the tent. He comes out five minutes later. I'm back on the field, guys. The Big Ben specialty. He was, yeah, he, yeah. He, he was grabbing his head. <laughs> he was in the fetal position. Like, <laughs> and he goes into the tent. All of a sudden, miraculously, doesn't have a concussion anymore. Timmy had a uh, stinger, Tim. It was just a... Yeah. It was turf toe, Tim. Turf toe. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was like... Uh, I, last week was the worst. I, I think at one point we only had we only had five linemen that were available. Literally, it was wow. M- McGlinchey went down with a knee injury. <laughs> Stop, Staley yeah. went. His names. And Staley went down with a knee injury. Hey, Richburg went down with, with no linemen. <laughs> this week they've literally been practicing with only two linemen. Because all of them are hurt. It's crazy. I've, I've never seen so many injuries in my life. It is nuts. Where would you draw the line for concussion protocol actually being uh, like followed? Like, we, we agree like players get concussed all the time and stay in the game. What sort of evidence would you need on, on the field 
for someone to actually not be allowed to return short of like losing consciousness or being shot in the face well remember tom savage last year oh when, my god uh, oh yeah dude his, his body seizing. was literally shutting down and he goes into the tent he came and back. They, yeah. he came back on the field for yeah, so a series so it's more so the line is above seizure you have to have more than a seizure <laughs> to be, remain out of the game <laughs> is it is it maybe it's i, I you know I, I you know what it is I, I bet it's bleeding out of the years I think I think if a player was bleeding out of the ears, they would force him to come out of the game. You wouldn't know. They'd just keep their helmet on. It's like a well, cartoon thing. Maybe, maybe. They get get the towel guy out there to wipe it down, squirt a little Gatorade on there. Oh, it's just the cherry Gatorade. <laughs> Have you seen that uh it's been the most yardage and touchdowns ever through week four? Hmm. That so is... yeah, click Clearly, defense is being affected by some of the well, calls. You, can, you, know, well, you can't changes. tackle the quarterback, apparently. So there's that. Yeah. You can't uh, even. You can't touch him. What was the one yesterday, or not yesterday? Didn't on look Sunday, at him. Where the guy? Oh, it was uh, was it, it was Mayfield, right? He got hit, or, or quote unquote hit. He didn't even go to the ground, and the, he was like patting the guy. It was like a Arenado. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it was like the hug that they did in, in last night's game on a football field, and he got penalized for it. Yeah. yeah, the penalties at this point are insane. Uh, I, I don't even know I, I, how they consider this officiating at this point. Uh, you might yeah, as well just put so, flags on the quarterbacks. Like, I'm it's sorry. It's too objective. You remember, I mean, it was like a couple of years ago where they implemented the, like, no going low on the quarterback's legs or whatever. Yeah, that Sometimes, was after the like, Brady injury. you're pushed into the quarterback's legs. And yeah. that's like, boom, first down 15 yards, like. Because yeah. like, so, he's, he's a defensive lineman, they get cut, and so they're on the ground, and then they have offensive linemen on top of them, and they're still crawling towards the quarterback, and they'll hit the quarterback in the legs because yeah, it's they have chaos. a 350-pound man on top of them. Yeah. These guys are, like, shoving weight <laughs> for, like, two seconds, and then for a split second, they see the quarterback. They're going to, you know, try and get as much damage in as they can. That is... The name of the game like oh shit you exposed your quarterback he is supposed to be get you know get fucked up here right that's <laughs> like part of the game like oh you didn't defend him here or he didn't get rid of the ball fast enough like if you don't penalize the quarterback for sitting in the pocket for too long then the game is definitely going to have more offense because like yeah he's going to have 0.5 more seconds to you know look at another guy or throw it somewhere well so. also well, these these uh, these penalties are keeping drives alive that normally would be dead. So you, this would normally be a sack. It would be a ten yards, and it would be a third and twenty. Instead, you have a first down, and now they're on the opposing team forty-five, as opposed to them having yeah. to punt. So of course yeah, you're gonna have yeah, more touchdowns. What? Hey, yeah, it's just very strong penalties. Yeah. You got to think coaches uh, too are, are adjusting to this. So they're like, well, I don't want to take the risk of blitzing. You know, maybe that's one of the things that the Steelers or teams like that are thinking about. Like, well, if we pressure the quarterback, we might get to him. But if we get to him, maybe we give up a first down off a penalty. We we should just play zone. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, probably true. I mean, Clay Matthews has got to be pulling his hair out at this point. I mean, he's been penalized four times. He's had, he's had three opportunities for sacks. He's gotten called for, he's gotten called for, uh, for penalties. 
which have kept drives alive. Uh, did you yeah. see that video of, of uh, Packers fans making fun of uh, making fun of all the penalties against Clay yeah. Matthews? Yeah, you put him on a couch and up, oh, that's a penalty. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, he it's this guy dressed in a Clay Matthews jersey. He picks up his girlfriend and he lays her down on the ground, <laughs> and then his friend comes. His friend comes over in the background and throws a banana peel. <laughs> yeah, oh, <man>. <laughs> yeah. Real quick, uh, so Army, do you, do you have the uh, do you have the totals for our picks of the week uh, up till up to the current day? Oh no, I don't want um, to do this. Oh right, no. <laughs> Ooh, I want to hear this. Uh, no prep for that, but uh, I'm winning probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, hopefully uh, you got these ones down in the Google Sheet, and uh, we'll bring it back next week and uh, yeah, and recap it then. Beautiful. Cool. All right, we'll All right, wrap it there. Great. Best of luck, everyone uh, listening to the show. Thanks, Max, for joining us. Uh, Army, Roy, Tim, as always, thank you. And uh, we'll do it again next week. Thanks, everyone. All right. Thank you, guys. See you, buddy. See you.